Collins is next. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Bump Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Claus, and with me, as always, is Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. How's it going? Hello. It's It's been quite some time since we spoke. Uh, yeah. For, for those uh, who don't know, um, P got back. P so. got sweep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, P got back. So, if, if you like that, that's good news for you. If if you're one of the like two percent of listeners who's like, oh boy, the only podcast I listen to, Fun Point, back with another episode. <laughs> yeah, what you know, absence makes the mind grow fonder, grow wiser. Um, yeah, and we're all about getting wrinkles on your brain. It's just that Neil is funny, and we're we're watching serious prestige TV. Now. Exactly, we need a little bit of humor in our lives. We need a little bit of a, a goofs and japery. There's no one in the first episode of Hot D. No one drank and or knew things. So, right. Despite what the Game of Thrones Twitter would try to have you to believe, they would yeah. try to say like Rainus drinks and knows things, but we know that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. It's gonna be like oh, <laughs> there's gonna be a, a like one of those uh, uh, images with text over it. And it's gonna be like all uh, dwarfs are bastards in their father's eyes, and then it's just a picture of Damon for some reason. Yeah, damn, like, that's deep. Like, yeah, I bet. Um, anyway, Neil here. Anyway, what's your what's your Neil experience? My Neil experience, I don't know. Uh, I am basically only familiar uh, with his work from the Mouth Saga. Um, okay, of I which know, we I are know. doing today in part. Yes, I know. Uh, also. Um, I, I did not know until later that he did the ultimate showdown of the internet. See, that's what I know him from. Funny. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, that that went nuts back in the day. It was so funny. Yeah, you would, you would spend eight or nine minutes letting it load on your on your big, wide, square computer, and you it would mm-hmm. be worth it. Mm-hmm. And you tell all your friends, hey, everyone, come over to my house tomorrow because the ultimate showdown will be by then. <laughs> I'm cooking the ultimate showdown over here. Yeah, I got it in the slow cooker. Uh, it smells great in here. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to watch it all together tomorrow. So in, we can in, pull an all nighter and maybe you even watch hamster dance after. If everyone you want. come into the computer room and look at my uh, look at and my do showdown. knock first. Do knock first before De- yes, you come into the computer room. Of course, there is so important. I could be studying in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm studying the ancient texts. This is I forget which entry of the the mouth saga this is. Um, I feel like everybody who listens to this and enjoys our products know way more about Neil lore than we do. Oh yeah, for sure. So I do feel like we're going to have the 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 Neil hive. The knives are coming out. Okay, so it's it's the second one. Uh, mouth yeah, but it's, it's, it's a prequel first. from what we understand. Although Mad Silence is the second album released in the series, it is a. Uh, did we figure out how to accurately pronounce his last name? I watched a like TED Talk thing that he did ten minutes ago, and he said Ciceriga. Ciceriga. So, so I'm going with Ciceriga. According to Ciceriga, it is a prequel to Mouth Sounds. It is jokingly also considered a squeakquel to Mouth Moods and a Dayquel to Mouth Dreams. So right, good shit, OP. And so I knew that this was. I understood because every couple of years I would see this man's face across Tumblr audio. <laughs> ever, posts. ever dream this man? <laughs> I would dream. We would dream him every night, and um, and I. Everybody would say like it's. It was hard to get a read on because it was like it's funny and it's like a goof, but everybody uh, would also be like, but it kind of it kind of goes though. Uh huh. 
it's 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 musically tremendous. It's yes, magically it's, delicious in here. It's it's like it's uh an audio challenge to overcome at some point. Right. And I felt that at points. Um yes. But yeah, it's my read going into it was it's it's girl talk but it's for like YouTube poop sounds and the Sears air conditioning commercial from the 90s is, yeah, it, in, instead of Outcast. It, yeah, it's girl talk for people who uh went went to new grounds so, yeah uh there's that. man good website <laughs> but <laughs> yeah bro come over tonight we're gonna watch the thing the the flash animation where pac-man he he yells at the ghosts who are chasing him and he's like get the fuck away from me asshole i was so invested in those like stick figure kung fu Oh, that like shit was, Oh, and the animator versus animation. Don't mind if I do. That went. That shit went so hard. Flash. Flash videos that go hard. Yeah, they don't. The kids don't know about that anymore, and that's mm-hmm. that's really sad. Yeah. Joe Biden should bring back Newgrounds. I think. Yeah, that's that's the next first. Um, you're gonna have ten thousand dollars, not in your pocket, but like in in space, you're gonna have ten thousand dollars go away. Um, yeah. And then the tangible aspect is that Newgrounds.com is back. That's the because everybody who's who's like independently wealthy and they they work at the newspaper mm-hmm. um, because their dad invented the newspaper are like, mm-hmm. what about us? We worked we worked hard at the newspaper writing articles about what oven mitt is best for mm-hmm. the cooking. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, what? Are, but if that's see like the student loan debt, that's a that's a means tested thing. That's that, and that's why they're so mad. But yes. bringing back Newgrounds would be a universal good. Exactly. That everybody, that would be the farthest left action the Democrats have taken in decades. And I think it's long overdue. I agree. So here's hoping that happens. Mm -hmm. And instead of, instead of the first past the post electoral college bullshit that nobody likes, we could have like the ranked choice done through like the five, the five face rating system that Newgrounds had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, if you know, Ted Cruz is up there, you can pick like the yucky face and Uh it's like that one, that's a one out of five. Yes. But then you see wait. you see Joe Biden who brought back Newgrounds and you do you do epic five sunglasses epic five. face Joe Biden face Joe Biden eating ice cream face yeah hell yeah brother hell yeah brother so that's yeah that's some free advice do you want to talk about Neil let's talk about Neil first first track a bit, a subverting your expectations the first track is called uh-huh. goodbye it's gothic horror it's yeah <laughs> uh this one I was I was very happy that immediately off the bat we get some yes representation right here uh and i i feel like i don't know if if it was originated or just capitalized in a way but remember before like shrek was like a meme that's what's strange to come back to this now Mm -hmm. for the first time so this came out in 2014 Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's it's like now it does seem like okay we're we're still doing smash mouth all-star Mm-hmm. But it, back then, it was it was almost certainly like on the cutting edge of yes, it was fresh of internet insane. irony. Because we all remember the video of Shrek and Donkey, like we were there when that happened. Yeah, because most of the most of the annotations about this album are talking about the secret All Star Smash Mouth Easter eggs that are or aren't in this uh-huh. album. Yes, and even people, are, you know, he's in the. If, did you notice on the cover that he's making an L close to his forehead? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, L is yeah. the sa- is the is that's the shape that Shrek made when he busted out of the Dookie toilet. Uh, and much like um, everything we talk about on this podcast, there is deep extended lore that we are just totally not 
equipped no. to, uh, you know. Un- unless but the thing the, is, uh, re- recurring elements in Neil's music, I Sleep, The Battle of Duskendale, real shit? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if you're mad at us for not saying something, you already knew it, so you didn't need us to say it. Exactly. You, That's you, a catch-22 in our favor, baby. Exactly. And if you, if, you, mm-hmm. if you wanted to know, then you didn't know, and we can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. Checkmate. Yeah. Um, Semi-charmed kind of freaking life uh-huh. is a recurring motif, and it starts I, here with goodbye. Which I but feel I, like all of the other, like this one had has a semi-charmed life. The other one was Shrek. One was like Bare Naked Ladies one week. I feel like semi-charmed life didn't catch on maybe as Neil wanted. I know? think it's because people unironically like semi-charmed life too much. Yes. Where I know people unironically like All Star and stuff too, but it's just, it's... I think it bangs in a way that the other ones don't. Where were you the first time someone was like, hey, this song is actually kind of fucked up? It must have been at, like, my local El Toreo karaoke night when I was, like, yeah. 13. And I was like, oh, I'm going to sing Semi Charm Kind of Man because that's the only song I, I've ever heard before. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And then, I, and then I went up there and it's, like, doing doggy style on the mattress, raw dogging my wife. And it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that was part of this. Yeah. I didn't know that was part of yeah. the song. Hey, uh, semi charm life parentheses. It's about doing heroin. Oh well. Yeah, it just plays the heroin scene from Breaking Bad, and it's yeah. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. know that was in it. Wow. <laughs> You've done it uh, again, Vince. Uh, this one, uh, a lot of the like weird backward sounds and and goofy noises that don't really sound like anything. But then someone's like, if you take this and you put it into a ColecoVision, it's actually which all saying, all the Neil fans would do without it's, being it's, without being asked. Yeah, it presents if you if you print it out in your uh, Game Boy printer, uh, a picture of Shrek comes up. That's cool. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, thanks, Neil. And and it sounds weird when you hear it and you say, hmm, I wonder what it could be. So we we have all the nation's top NASA scientists working on Neil's music instead of uh doing space or so i think it's fun it's fun to to give people an album that functionally makes them go geocaching which i don't don't, that's not an experience i typically get with an album exactly i usually just want to sit and put on my big headphones and complain about like the mixing or something you know the the most i'm used to is put this on during wizard's oz and then you'll see that um pink pink man he says you know there's a scarecrow dancing right there right when the mm-hmm. scarecrow is dancing mm-hmm. and that's fucking scary i could be, i could be wrong about this but i think i read it was like neil how do you do get all the parts for your songs and he's just like i just downloaded every single track that's ever been in rock band because all of the <laughs> it's mixed like each track is mixed individually by the instrument so I damn can just he's get just like I me want. for real yeah uh so that's that it's it's always you know not as as interesting when the creator talks about their process and how it's like oh i just played a lot of rock band yeah neil does feel like in a lot of ways like my big brother who know who knew how torrenting worked before i uh-huh. did yeah it just it's it is nice to have representation of somebody who clearly knows how to use the computer uh-huh uh i also want to say there are some some like this first one is like wow that's that's really good of of him to take like these two you know, different songs and find the way to mix them together. And then there's ones that are clearly like thought of as like, that would be funny. And yeah, like, of all, course. Like all these songs say balls in them. So we're going <laughs> to do the balls song, you know? Yeah. And I like it. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised and I'm sorry for, I guess, doubting Neil. 
Mm-hmm. But I, there's a lot more comic variants than I was expecting. Yeah, like you think it's you think it's like oh they're gonna put uh, Bon Jovi with Kenny G, but no, it's like it, it's it's and then there are there's always a point in like any song where you know something goofy pops up and you're like oh I wasn't expecting that where you think it's gonna happen again and then you, it doesn't and then you kind of forget about it and he hits you with something else. Yeah, like, he subverts your expectations. He yes. he tricks you a bit as he, as in the good way. Yeah, he's uh he he's thinking very deeply about audience response to his art, and I think that's I think that's yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, next we have Roller Closer. Uh, yeah, holy <laughs> shit, that is what it's called. Yeah, I was reading that roller coaster for the last two weeks. I got owned. Uh, because uh, of Trent. This, okay, because of Trent. Yeah, this this one g- gave me my first uh actual sensible chuckle of the album. That's yeah. <laughs> the sure. first one with like a clear joke. Yeah, I wanna funk you like an animal. It's good. Uh, yeah, I've, um, to me, um, no disrespect to those who enjoy Jungle Boogie. To me, that's one of the worst songs of all time. I've, Jun- I... Jungle Boogie is a song. There are certain songs I can't list them all at the top of my head, but that are just like DreamWorks animated trailer music. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm watching fish will smith at the shark car wash while i'm listening to jungle boogie yeah roller coaster roller coaster of love that one's fine you know yeah um jungle boogie it was the song that played in my high school like after the morning show when it was time to start doing algebra 2 so i think in my head Uh that was always uh but the thing is i i like love roller coaster because i respect it because it's the least horny song about sex I think that's ever been made. Yeah, and you you hear the title, you're like, uh-oh, this one's gonna... Oh, this one's going to be covered by the Red Hot Chili Pepper someday, I can tell, just from the title. Yeah, I, I can't wait until until Mr. Ketis and friends really give right. their, you know, give their take on it. Their twisted spin. And uh-huh. the, Neil's, Neil's twisted spin clearly was uh, including Trent Reznor, who, as I understand it, fucks. Yes, uh, the opposite. Oh, this song is called Closer? Okay, that, well, that's probably about getting to know someone quite well. Uh-oh. Right. It's not. I, I, I gotta say something. I was never a Nine Inch Nails head. No, never, me neither. Uh, I, I, nothing. I don't know much about Trent. I don't know much, much about Reznor's. Um, just never, never got into them. I'm sure, so. I'm sure it's a good... Any band that has a song called Head Like a Hole, like that's, you know, that's a funny band. Yeah. I think I always kind of confused them as a kid with uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Just because. Yeah, I just don't. Because they were both, I think, featured in Simpsons episodes at some point. So uh, that's probably why. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, I, yeah, I pretty much only know them because of the famous Johnny Cash original version of Hurt. Of course. Yes. Um, which I, I think both are fine. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Um, in this then, one, in this mm-hmm. fucking song, there's a key change halfway through, like mm-hmm. with the background vocals where they become evil, and it's it's my first but not my last panic attack of the album. It's a very visceral. Yeah, there uh, are at change. least three occasions on this song where I felt like someone was about to murder me. Yeah, I feel like the fucking guardians from Breath of the Wild are coming after me. Yeah, like, three yeah. or four times throughout this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when when it becomes so tortured, like to fit the key that he has to make it sound like some type of beast emerging from the earth in order to, yeah. to get it's it in good there. because he 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 intersperses that with just very smooth. Like 
I want to boogie like an animal. Like it's yeah. very. Uh-huh. He's showing you that he can make it sound good, and he's choosing not to. Exactly. Uh, it, it's again, it's it's a challenge for the viewer, mm-hmm. as we say. Um, want to get to the next track? Yeah, let's do furries. This this is um this is a song about the growing subculture of people who call themselves furries. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is again, you know, because you know it's it's. I've been online for quite some time past 2014. And like, even in 2014, it was like doing like, aren't furries freaking different and weird? Like that seemed hack back then. But then I was like, oh, wait, all my friends who are also furries do enjoy Neil. Perhaps this is a little bit more high concept than just like, these people are different. And it was. Would you you like to take a guess uh, as to what year the song, What Does the Fox Say came out? I would have said after 2014 when this album came out, so I guess 2013? Like, it is uh, 2013, which is a year that doesn't exist in my mind. And I gotta, I gotta, everybody knows I'm a big fan of What Does the Fox Say? That's Bro, something The Fox you know about was me. posted on the 3rd of September 2013 and received one, uh, since then has received over 1 billion views. We were so starved for content in those days. No, yeah, we didn't, because like, we, we, were, we were in the, like, post- post nut clarity of like being after Gangnam Style and uh, Harlem Shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We needed we were we were chasing the dragon and we anything we could get. Mm. Um I actually missed that what does the fox say appears uh it's significantly like the rest. Like during the mbop section. Yeah, it's 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 kind of the background. Yeah. You know. Uh, and the goof, goof of this track, excuse me, well, I kiss this fox staring out now. Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you, Jimmy. Man, I, in 2011, when I was in my, my old soul phase, I thought I had such a certified hit tweet, mm. funny thought, when I first realized that, like, hey, it kind of sounds like Jimi Hendrix is saying, excuse me while I kiss this guy. And then I I used Google and found out that like Jimi Hendrix was like I I was doing that intentionally. I sometimes I sing it like the other way on purpose. It's the sixties. <laughs> I'm, I'm Jimi Hendrix. I'm from Liverpool. Time for my, it's welcome to Woodstock. It's time to play God Save the Queen on my electric guitar. I'm, I'm playing me me guitar backwards. This is this is how people from Seattle talk. <laughs> Good. Uh, go Drew Lock, it's Drew Lock season, baby. Drew He's gonna Lock bring season. us to the Super Bowl. Let Drew Lock cook, mate. Let him I'm, cook. I'm here at the at the earthquake dome. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. <laughs> yeah, where that's the XFL team, the Seattle Earthquake play there. Uh yeah. <laughs> uh well we're on the, the the on this track. How do you feel about Mbop? I uh I didn't, I wasn't listening to music at the time when it came out. Yeah. I remember my older brothers who were in high school and their various girlfriends who babysat me around that period would always talk about Mbop and Hanson and things of that nature. But it just, it never, I wasn't interested in music yet. So it's yeah. all like, Yeah, exactly. So it's it was definitely like got overplayed and people got annoyed with it. But I was still like a child at that point. So, but like, it's, it's clear. It's popular for a reason. I, I still, I, I just don't, I don't have the, the nostalgia node for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. But like if, if Selena Gomez put that out today, I would be like, that's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's an, it's a number one record. Uh, I do, I do like the, like newscaster at the end, just being so excited about the line they have. Oh it's yeah. A, it's like, there are thousands of furries at their own convention and it's a tale. You won't, 
forget. Forget. Over 1,000 furries in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly even more. Who can say? So this is where I realized that this album is taking place in the Sherlock Mind Palace, where we're just what we're watching... We're watching Neil make connections of words that sound the same, or yes. what what foxy lady could mean. Yeah, foxy lady, furry, four legged yeah. friends, friends. Dan dan da dan dan da dan dan. The fucking yeah the the transition into friends, which is the world's shortest song. Uh, uh-huh. The first time I was listening to it, I was on the interstate and I nearly uh-huh. swerved out of my lane. That was it, that was yeah. that was where Neil's trick really hit me. Just I gotta get this bit in here somehow. It's 10 seconds and... Yeah, the entirety of the lyrics is according to Genius.com. So no one told you life was going to be this way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Just the way it cuts in so good. And it just ends. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We don't need to make a, f- a full song about this. Just Because you get it. And uh, that, that's another thing that I appreciate about the album. Because, you know, it's like... It is It is an hour of Neil's trick to, and to where, like, if you're trying to to make to take notes on it, it could, it could get, you know... Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's the hardest job in the world. But I really appreciated the variance of, like, not every song is just eight minutes of California Girls. Some of them are. Yeah. And that's what we like about them. But some of them are also, uh-huh. hey, what if we did Down With The Friends? Yeah. Uh, So the next one is one of the, like, the gimmick songs that he's like, oh, this would be a funny idea of just having mm-hmm. a bunch of songs that say best in them. Yeah, um, this is, mm-hmm. if you... This is, it's just, it's bait for people who grew up on, like, 2006 YouTube. Yeah. Which I did, so it was a delight. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's, it's mostly centered around Foo Fighter, Best of You. Uh, as soon as that Folgers came <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah, and there's, there was more going on than I, because th- at first it's just sort of like a, what if Dave Grohl was in a barbershop quartet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said the best a bunch. And then I looked it up, and it's apparently it's accompanied by the acapella bassline from Where the Where the World <laughs> yeah. is Carmen San Diego, which I did uh, not clock. Uh huh. And then the Folgers theme comes in, and this it's it's like a fucking Adam Curtis documentary, dude. It's, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that the more you listen to it, the more layers are revealed to you. Yeah, I'm 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 fucking Michelle Yeoh learning the secrets of the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. I'm turning into a pinata and shit. Uh. Uh, I, our friends, fun, oh, yeah, fun our, point alums, One Direction. Yeah, the Don't Worry Darling sure. Stars of One Direction. Uh-huh. Did you, did you, did you catch your, your, your friend Harry in the, the clip that everybody's being mean to today? No, I, I saw that and I was like, I don't really need this in my life at the moment. Right. You were like, me and Kim are going to see this opening day in the theater, so I don't exactly. need to be spoiled. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to see, I don't want the trailer to, you know, uh, spoil anything for me because I'm very interested in this film. Yeah. The thing is, I know, I know you, and I know you would be like, "Oh, I wonder if Harry is gonna like try an American accent or a British accent." And let me tell you, even watching that clip, you still don't know. Okay, so that's gonna be pretty exciting. It's gonna be good. He's gonna get sexual in it, and everybody, everybody can't wait. Yeah, I, I just feel like every day there's some quote. It's like Harry Styles says, "Sexuality is something that people don't talk about." It's like, what are you saying? I like, think, I th- yeah, I think Harry Styles is just sort of filling the, now since we don't have Will Smith anymore going out and being like, I, I jack off so much, I throw up every day, like, uh-huh. because we, <laughs> we can't have that anymore, because uh-huh. crooked Joe Biden took it from us. Yeah, he took it. That was what we had to sacrifice. Yeah, he used a deep fake to slap Chris Rock, killing him instantly at the Oscars. Uh-huh. Now, now some everybody's trying to fill the void and Harry Styles is doing his damnedest by being like, I love I loved to fuck my girlfriend. 
it, but it but in like a progressive way yeah and, and I love he, he says looks, he says i love to be fucked by my girlfriend and everybody's like ex- wow. exactly wow thank you so much harry thank you liam would never say that exactly and that's why liam, he's the worst who's, one who's the one that had that was like don't go there there's like snakes in the in the i bag. believe that's that was the snake habitat that was that was <laughs> yeah I always okay. want to say that Liam is the white member of One Direction. Which <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know, I know that many of them are, but he, uh, he, he, he's the one that I feel like Lord Farquaad is pointing at. We, we should, we should do a poll and say which member of One Direction is the white one, and I guarantee we get like seven. I think there would be a, there would be a strong, there would be like a rainous contingent of people who would say that about Louis, but I, th- yeah. I think, I think Liam would have it. But I feel like Louis would be is like the forgotten. If 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 they were all getting like Targaryen you know like <laughs> nicknames he would be louis the forgotten the white that never was yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the long the long white or something like uh-huh. that. yeah uh yeah well uh yeah a lot a lot to, a lot of uh, research to come for fun point in the future don't worry mm-hmm. um i was not so again you know you know on this show we're all about the the layout of the album and how yeah. one track flows into another. Neil does a really good job with this, with ending with "I want to be the very best Pokemon." And yeah, then, that was quite nice. Uh-huh. Because you know, uh, this I, is the song. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I may be projecting. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but at least in my experience, this is the one where I saw the track listing and I was like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah, I can't. I'm going to understand this, this song. Yes. Uh, the next track is is uh, Pokemon, um, which if you heard of, they're like. Um, uh, cute cuddly creatures who become supercharged so they can fight their enemies that's like, true that, that didn't even exist until this game that's coming out so they were like ahead of their time right you know? yeah they didn't they didn't know that you could walk with a little pokeball pedometer and mm-hmm. and help your guys find potions or whatever the fuck that so, did so this one this this entire track is basically like i want you back the jackson five like the instrumental of it yeah that's that's the theory uh over just this. just like 1990s newscasts about pokemon mm-hmm. um and, and they, are, they are hitting they are mm-hmm. hitting the pokemon pronunciation pretty hard yes uh is doesn't this sound weird pokemon uh do you remember like a uh, uh adults performatively not knowing pretending to not know how to say pokemon oh yeah do you remember that okay. i got it because i was the perfect age to be furiously angry at that yeah, yeah, every yeah. Time. i was i was i got worked brother every fucking mm. time mm. yeah you got it, you got you got your pokemon cards i'll yeah. fuck you fuck you shut up this this is just like such an interest because i don't know like when you're a kid everything is like the biggest thing in the world to you yes so i don't know how big pokemon actually was but is it the same is it just like fortnite is you know now right because everything's everything's even more it gets more and more fractured as we go so and how much of it was like i'm sure obviously if it's still going it was extremely popular but how much of it was like cnn doing something on it and every local news team being like pokemon sweeping the nation has well we are going to write you a newscast about pokemon (laughs) don't snorlax we'll be back after the like how much of it was that you know right Um, they had they had um they were like oh we only we have two months until 9 11 happens we're gonna need something to uh, pokemon okay uh uh and I guarantee it. I feel like it was the same thing when, it, like, I bet it happened that it was like, oh, kids are buying and selling Pokemon cards from each other 
right? Which definitely did happen. I was there, yeah. But every... It was always portrayed as, like, the worst thing to ever happen. I feel like it was, like, the TikTok thing where kids were, like, fucking up bathrooms, which did happen. But then, like, every teacher was like, oh, next month is slap your teacher month. Look out. And it's like, (laughs) I don't think that that's real. Like, I don't think that's true. Children all over the country are going manky mode, which is where where they, they become a famous pig monkey Pokemon and kill you. And kill you, yes. Children I cr- did- across the nation are evolving into primate. <laughs> they, are, they are using their choice scarf to get out of class early. Yeah. I think I thought Mankey was a very funny poll. Like it was characters named Pikachu, Mankey, and Snorlax. Like, yeah, Mankey is like, you know, it's not even like the like the legendary beast, Zapdos. Like Mankey. Yeah. I guess if okay. I was if I was if I had just received Pokemon Red. Mm-hmm. And my dad was a newscaster, and he was like, name now three Pokemon. Yeah. I would be like, oh, well, recently, just right next to Viridian City, I did pick up a Mankey in that. And that's kind mm-hmm. of, not a lot of my friends know about that yet. And it's going to be really helpful for Brock, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would be like, make it say Mankey. Uh-huh. Um, we also have our uh, friend, Herman Kane, Our dearly uh, departed, uh, yep. very disrespectfully portrayed um, in the Jim Carrey, uh, David Cronenberg SNL sketch, which I've uh-huh. always been happy to be able to say. Yes, of course. Just look inside and you will find the Pokemon. <laughs> that, that I don't think he actually said Pokemon in this. No, yeah, he pulled the, <laughs> he, yeah, Neil pulled the, the, the Pokemon movie quote. It's, just look inside uh, and you will find the Pokemon. Yeah. It's pretty good. I was, um, I'm afraid to say that like, oh, Neil missed this opportunity because I feel like somewhere in the metadata it's in there and it's like my mistake. Uh-huh. Um, I was, I was just expecting some sort of smosh pull that felt like the, the exact kind of early internet and also just like, uh, adversarial relationship to the audience that I've been picking up so far in the album. Uh huh. I was, I was expecting some sort of smosh integration, but yeah. perhaps, perhaps in a future album. Yeah. Well, smosh will get their big break. Right. Soon. But right now, right now, Neil is like, no, we're moving our focus to sexual Lion King. Next we have sexual Lion King. Um, which is, is just the Lion King. It's what it says like, on the tin. This one is very much the, if, if Neil's tricks are here, they're not as powerful as they are elsewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, can you feel the love tonight over sexual healing? So right. <laughs> that's. However, I will. It kind of, it kind of goes a little bit at some point. It's kind of like, nice with it. I will admit it's, and it's, it's, I will say to, to Neil's credit. Starting the song Sexual Lion King with the audio of Mufasa's death is very fucking funny. It is, yes, just a total power move. Okay, we're we're gonna this is how we get you emotionally invested. Right, because you, you see it and you're like, oh, this is going to be like a sexual Nala song. And it's like, yeah, no, it's you're a, gonna you're gonna yeah. listen to you're gonna Dad, listen to Mufasa. Dad, die. You gotta wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake, wake up. up. No. <laughs> no. Um and yeah, this one it doesn't like on a on a personal uh, textual level, it doesn't slap to my brain the way that most other songs do. But I do appreciate the ambition. Yes, uh, you get Elton John double double feature. So yeah, we we're getting to the Elton section of the album. Uh huh. I think I think part of maybe I would have connected to this a little bit more, but I never really cared about Lion King that much growing up. Yeah, like if this if this was about Seymour from Futurama and it was called Sexual Bender, I'm sure that Sexy. I would feel <laughs> yeah. a lot more strongly about it. Uh huh. Uh yeah, but it it's just kind of what it says on, on the title. Uh, so is the next one, but this one is one of the songs that makes me feel like I'm about to die. 
Yeah, this one is because isn't uh, if I remember correctly, isn't Crocodile Rock on your sort of spiritual no slap? Crocodile Rock sucks so fucking bad. I it, see it, that's, it I, immediately. I can't go down this path. Like within the first two seconds, I just I gotta tap out. But what if we put Chop Suey in it? Okay, now now I I'm I fear. I I'm worried now. The fucking uh, the pitch shifted like yeah <laughs> die in this oh my god dude it's so <laughs> it's, good it's funny it's really funny uh yeah it's it, this it just it pulls your brain into taffy in all kinds of different ways yeah you're going through the fucking like Looney Tunes Rube Goldberg machine throughout this entire yeah like sometimes it's four minutes of hey, wouldn't it be funny if these two songs were together and then sometimes it's like what if we took the home improvement grunt mm. and we made it taps and also we put the undertaker's theme behind it <laughs> yeah. both what both both things are good you know uh-huh thank you uh so yeah no, no you know i respect elton john very much for for everything he's he's you know you're gonna be to so them. mad when i make you listen to fucking goodbye yellow brick road though is that the album that it's on I mean, he's, I, I just pulled that one out of my, out of okay. my ass. But. I, again, nothing. I just don't like the song. I think the song is annoying. So, right. what's your what else do you have? Elton's that you enjoy? I, I just do you I hear just, your song or "Candle in the Wind" and you're like, okay. Yeah, Elton is is like I enjoy tracks by Sir Elton John. He put out uh, a Britney collab this morning. Okay, I just I just found out some nonsense. Sure, S- Sir Elton Hercules John. Yeah. Okay. Problem? Born Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Problem? What? A, pro- a problem? No, I guess. I guess not. I assume uh, that's what all of what the movie Rocket Man was about, just explaining what went on there. Because yeah. I, I don't know what else could have been more interesting in his life. Yeah, exactly. Um, giving yourself the middle name Hercules is probably like that's the climax of the film. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Next, we have transmission. Um, can I, so can I tell you something else that may be a, I don't know if it's problematic, but, um, I don't think Space Oddity is good. Really? I think, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think I like it more than you, judging from your voice, but. Uh, I'm, I'm more, I'm not, I'm I'm not a person a, who's like, who's, who's like, yeah, turn that shit up. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, a Ziggy Stardust kind of guy, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of the spiders from Mars, but. Of course, uh, of course, of course. Space out, yeah, it's fine. Um, and this one is, it's like a minute long, and then uh, we, we get some of our, you know, in-depth uh, researchers here. Uh, there's a hidden message based on the ASCII system that computers use to encode letters. Uh, basically, if, if, you do, if you do the code, it just says smash. And then so, the second one says mouth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty good. Uh, I like that genius has in parentheses space oddity riff. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. It's one riff you gotta have for this song. Uh-huh. Uh, after that we have Love Psych. Uh, which which again is one that makes you feel like you're about to be killed, but I think that's the intent of it. Yeah, this uh, yeah because it's mm-hmm. it's it has the Hitchcock music on it. Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely, I contain multitudes because I'm like, Crocodile Rock is so annoying. Love Shack, let's go. No, like, Fred, has a, Fred has a fun voice. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Jukebox money! Like, how can you not <laughs> want to do that? It's just it's fun. Good. We, that's one of the problems with society is that we don't have a guy who's, we have Hobo Johnson now who doesn't sing like that. Y- you, yeah, exactly. 
You just we, you just need that guy constantly. If he sang like, Front Bottoms Au Revoir, everybody would like the song. That publicly, true. openly, instead of doing it privately. There would be you would see you would see video of it, and you'd be like, "I know this song sounds good." Yeah, you know, like that's it. Um, and you're as as a big movie head, you were probably very happy to see. I uh, was because I've Psycho. never seen Psycho, and okay, um, I was I was scared to bring that up because I haven't either. No, it's scary. Why the fuck am I going to watch? I've, exactly. I've already seen Rope. Yeah, I've already seen Scary Movie, so like I don't need to go back and watch Psycho. You know. Yeah. Um. So also because the the movie's problematic because it's about a psycho. Um. Right. Yeah. They they shouldn't be saying that shit. It's and that means and that means that Hitchcock says like this is good to show it. Like I, I he's it, it. There's a big uh, disclaimer at the start of the movie that says depiction is endorsement. Uh, did you know that? Did, I don't know if you saw any of the discourse. I'm I'm sure you 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 didn't because your brain is much healthier than mine. Hmm. Um, did you see that uh, Hot D endorsed uh, killing women during childbirth? Yeah, I I was like at you know at the five minutes of the past fifty hours of new teacher orientation, I would get a chance to like scroll through Twitter and I'd be like, I'm yeah, gonna let do- me I, unwind I, with instead, Twitter. Instead of doing this shit right now, I'm going to listen to, like, the stakeholder's vision for the district. Like, I would rather do that. Yeah, sure. Um, but I, I, am, I did yeah, let's, have let's, a sensible chuckle. Let's chart out some outcomes. I did have a sensible chuckle that, like, the person who started it at some point was like, I didn't watch the episode, but. Yeah, they got uh, owned that, by Charlotte Climber, who was like, I think you're watching the wrong shit. That's, you gotta yeah, log off. That's, you gotta retire after that. Like, Not good. Boss, like, come on. Just, just do nothing. Yeah. You, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I was expecting a reference to the famous show on the USA Network, which very well may, m- might be in here somewhere. Uh-huh. I just assumed Neil would have a joke about loving psych. Um, yeah. Or like Monk or like one of those shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I also, I just appreciated that like this is, we, we're coming out of our Under Oath episode and this is basically the exact same way that Under Oath was singing about fucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, we're going to have sex, but it's horror movie music in the background because exactly, it, yeah. it kills you when you do it. And then there's a guy screaming, hugging, and a kissing, and so Right, yeah. But, but you can't really understand But it, it, it. that's the screaming guy. He's not the singing yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, uh, I did... So this is, this is you know... Um, I hadn't listened to the full album. I didn't know that there was a Katy Perry song coming up, but I had to look it up when this was made, or like... I had to look up, I guess, when the, when this album came out, because I was 100% convinced, without knowing that the K- Katie song was coming up, it sounds like he changed the voice at the end when it's like, love shack, baby, love shack. I genuinely thought, I heard him saying, left shark, baby, left shark, Katie uh-huh. left shark. When And when did that happen? This, this came out a year before left shark. Ooh, okay. So maybe Katy Perry got the idea. This Katie is, Neil's been listening. sending us codes. Yes, Neil knows so much more than yeah. Patriots in control. Patriots in control. Um, so yeah, and then we say it segues into uh, Katie's song. Uh, before we get there, you want to check out the Patreon? Yes, I'd like that. Dot com slash post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, one dollar a month gets you all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear's Solid. Uh, Carry Me Home that I did with Brooks. Nope, that I did with Kim. You did it we're doing we're doing Carry Me Home now as the sequel. Yeah. Uh Hall fun. Brawl that I did at least three episodes of with Kim that mm-hmm. we are going to continue. Um and 
all the well no name of the year shit is free so yeah. if you if you want to know like what the fuck we're called on discord listen to those um so, so you'll get the deep lore of knowing that there's someone named like charlie chicking or something right and there is mm, there is definitely uh five dollars you can request albums for us to listen to on fun point like we're doing right now and you get shout outs at the end of episodes uh ten dollars gets you all that plus special user status in discord and we'll make a fire pro wrestling monster uh for you in your vision if you want us to do a battle royal of all the the artists that appear on this album uh one of them is just going to be all the pokemon creatures that are mentioned and then the the other one will be that would be a casino battle royal with 30 pokemon creatures yeah uh-huh oh mewtwo got the ace yeah i bet yeah um, <laughs> slash thrones. thank you there's no way anybody's gonna get munchlax over the top oh god they're teaming up oh yeah <laughs> you gotta think munchlax is the favorite to oh no he's out no he's out he's he's a, a little baby uh next we have organon girls sure sure um kate kate bush has has is everyone's favorite now but the stranger things woman is back in a big way yeah um but i i don't have that much familiarity with the the kate bush catalog no nor i i, I know this is on this uh this Cloud song busting. is on the same same album yeah but um i was i i get i guess Katy Perry is like the funnier vocals, but I'm like the other song sounds better. So, <laughs> well, I think what helped me with this song is reading that Neil has publicly stated that "Cloud Busting" is one of his favorite songs, while "California Girls" is his least favorite song. Okay, that's so that, that makes so sense. Neil's vision here is it's like what if I put um what's the what's the what if I put uh okay so I took uh, "Power" Kanye West the best song mm-hmm. and I put I backed it with "Magic Rude" why you got to be so rude. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be my version of this song. You'd be like, what if, Jos- <laughs> what if Josuke was in Game of Thrones? I think it would go a right. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it uh, was yeah. Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town, but also the Big Bopper was singing Chantilly Lace over it? That would be quite bad. That would be, I'd like it. But yeah, this is this is one that like I was waiting the whole time for like another gimmick, but that's basically what it is. It's just like the two songs. I kind of I I think it must just be the animating power of California Girls, but I was I was kind of enjoying this one. I thought the song yeah. kind of went. I think I also greatly dislike California Girls. Mm. Uh, so maybe maybe that you know, but, but that's kind of the artist's intention. So right, is, and it's got, make, it's got a funny challenge to me. Challenge your beliefs. So it's got a four twenty funny runtime, also. So that's a little secret. Um, that's pretty funny. But yeah, um, apparently the Organon girls—that's like a three-way Slim Shady style entendre about like mm-hmm. um, therapy through music and a, Oregon and a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know about that shit. I was just—I was just listening to to my friend Katie. So if, I, if, so you if were you know tell us. You were like, there's a song called Born to Cat up next, so I yes. I cannot possibly listen to the song any longer. Exactly. Uh, so what I thought it was going to be the first time was the Born to Run instrumental, but everybody wants to be a cat from Aristocats. Yeah, I feel like the song was designed to challenge and kill you. Um. Yeah, it's it's like... Born to Run, Slow Down, which is probably what like Bruce sounds like now if you go to one of his $1 million ticket concert shows um, <laughs> over some fucking ragtime shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, some, it's some fucking uh, fucking Mahalia Jackson, like Tin mm-hmm. Pan Alley. Yeah. 
like Camp Town Races, eighteen ten Camp Town Races song, uh-huh. Alley Cat by Bent Fabric, which you're probably I'm owning myself, and it's probably like some fucking nineteen nineties ragtime revival band or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. I, w- I want to see. I want to see what Neil could do if he got his hands on Tenth Avenue Freeze Out. There's a lot you could pick apart in that song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's just Born to Run, the the chorus, first verse in the chorus. Um, and the over. I feel like he could take that song and put it with Destiny's Child, Jump and Jump in, and I feel like that could really mm. be a powerful connection. Mm-hmm. Neil, come on. Just, We're yeah, waiting. You, you can have that one for free, Neil. Exactly. Uh, next, we have What Is It? Uh, and this one is Lowrider with Epic Faith No More. Right. Uh, I remember playing, I think it was in Rock Band 1, and I fucking hated the, playing this song. Yeah, I um, I also had a negative response to the song because I I I grew up watching Nick at Night, and when George Lopez show came yep. on, and that was it was not my Uncle Joey, not my not my Fresh Pints. No, not now. Oh, trampoline! I don't care. Stop being stop being rude to your your pretty wife. I did like that that he made it much faster. Yeah, that was good. I wish you could make the George Lopez show faster, but it's always just mm-hmm. like, I'm, uh, I need to get into college. And then George Lopez would be like, I'm not paying for your fucking tuition. I hate you. Yeah, I hate my family. I'm, I'm Joe Lopez. I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, also, I'm, I'm not super familiar with Faith No More. So it kind of, this one kind of slid off my brain. Yeah. Oh, I, I only know Faith No More Epic because it's, it's oh, it was in it was in like the first tier of songs in Rock Band 1. Right. And you have to play it to get to the other shit. It was the uh, in the surrender cheap trick kind of song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it's like, it's okay, good. the song's fine. I don't want to play it because it's frankly not that exciting right, <laughs> to yeah. play. You just hold the green and the yellow and da na 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 It's not that hard. Mm. Next we have It's. I don't uh, think either of us are ever going to watch Monty Python, so I think no, that's, that's our no, thing. That's our I, problem. I feel like when... I was like getting onto the internet. There was already so much like, oh, Monty Python and the the Holy Grail that I was like, I'm never watching that shit. No, like, yeah. So, uh, not happening. Especially, is aren't they all like racist now or something? Yeah, know. they're all like like John Cleese is mm. like 800 years old and he stars in Trolls Three and he's like, mm. nobody will come see Trolls Three because we're not woke in there. Yeah, and people only people only want to watch woke shit now. Trolls 3 is the only anti-woke media currently aired <laughs> by a major company. Um, so yeah, I, uh, we do get Bon Jovi. Uh, so Which I some, respect. Some more, you know, New Jersey representation. Uh, but yeah, I have no Monty Python uh, appreciation. I never will. I'm sure they have a dynamite skit about, like, somebody who says it's instead of it is, and it's, like, anachronistic or something, and it's like, that's... yeah contractions have not been invented yet what do you mean they haven't and it's like whoa that's fucking oh that's, my god whoa, that's funny. What, what a what a what a wry observation mr python <laughs> you're crazy for this one yeah, um, what a droll little joke you just put upon us i feel like every monty python skit ends with like them being burned as witches or something i have a very yeah. bad mm-hmm. understanding of what the monty python show or movies or theater productions are Exactly. But I know that it, this song ends with, like, the raspberry sound that apparently would end uh, mm-hmm. when they would show a big stinky foot in the end of their 
uh, intro, mm-hmm. which I think is sort of an it's, it's sort of what Eminem did in his album, where like he ended yeah. his with the toilet flushing. Yeah, so Monty Python. Maybe that's why we didn't appreciate it as much as uh, right. I mean, Eminem loves Monty Python. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's like, you can't, you can't make him like this anymore. But he he does love it, but in a way that like he's like, oh, it's so funny that they all get killed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just a fucking flesh wound. It's so funny, dude. Uh, next we have Close to the Sun. Uh, and this one is The Carpenters and Black Hole Sun. Uh, this one is, like, effectively haunting. Like, <laughs> like it's it's generally like, ooh, like, that shouldn't be put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but not um, in a, like, oh, haha, isn't that funny? It's just like, oh, no, this sounds scary. <laughs> yeah and there, there's like some there's some bird noises at the beginning which made me think that we were getting like some siberian kachru yes kind of business but uh-huh. it's, it's far scarier yes uh that the birds they they appeared much like they do in alfred hitchman alfred hitchman birds, yeah uh kind of i do like uh formally i do like that uh neil made these shorter as the album goes on because it, uh-huh. it, it prevents fatigue and like mm. Abby, he he did what Abbey Road does, yeah. Where it's like, okay, we're gonna get some long songs. You're gonna in the first half, but then we're just gonna have a bunch of sort of short concepts that are about a minute and a half mm-hmm. before we get into the the home stretch. Yeah, and I th- I think that's a very wise way yeah. of doing it. Uh, next up we have numbers. This is another like gimmick song that they're that they said numbers in the song i like it that to me this is this is i think my peak neil type of song i knew you were gonna like it because call me maybe isn't it so. that's probably also part of it but it just it's because mm-hmm. it's it's the inherent musicality of phone numbers as a result of marketing and it's, mm-hmm. let's play with that it's it's good because it's every it's like uh, the, all the songs they have numbers in them it's a mixture of like the weird 90s like call today 1-800-575 like one of those things yeah, it, uh, it, it would, it's like it's taking "Kiss Me Through the Phone" but making Soldier Boy say like sixty-nine, four twenty, six, six, six. Like that would mm-hmm. be funny. Mm-hmm. That's something that Neil would do if he knew about Soldier Boy. Unfortunately, like the, he no- the Nokia, so- the ringtone is in here. Mm-hmm. You get like Nintendo Power shit. Like I learned a lot about the Corey Hotline that I didn't know about from this song. Did you? Did you Corys dueling Corys? Were you, did you, did you or Kim ever call into the Quarry hotline? I didn't even know who any Quarry was until probably about four years ago. And Me Kim as well. Has, I was a and Nickelodeon Kim is, kid. And Kim can probably tell you their entire family trees, like, off yeah. the dome. Yeah, you, you uh, turn around, like, all of the, like, posters on your wall. It's all Quarry under there. It's secret yeah, exactly. Quarries. Uh-huh. But apparently you could, it was, you know, it was, it was, uh, Timothy Chalamet basically being like, yeah. Hey, if you if you call in, I'd love to talk to you, little girl. Like I'd love to mm-hmm. I'd love to chat about how your day. I bet and that's then, also why Kim was a big fan of Boy Meets World because right Corey Corey Matthew. Um, there. but apparently, uh, to get it to to when you called into the the Corey hotline, you had to stay on the line at forty five cents a minute and listen to all of the existing other messages that had been left for the Corys, and then add your own at the end. Oh, that's fantastic! That is that's that like, is that is some that is some late nineties economic surplus bullshit. That's pure like carny. Oh yeah, like bullshit. Yeah, that's some Vince McMahon million dollar mania type shit. Just brilliant. It was a powerful time to be alive. I. Uh, mm. Really enjoyed learning that. So this I remember. Gets, this gets my two I remember. I would always. I would always be scared of of calling. Like even if it was just something like call today and and here, 
um, like Ash from Pokemon's on the phone. Call and talk. Oh, shit. And then I'd be like, I want to do that, but I bet it costs so much money. And I'm scared to do it. Yeah, I know so. I'll get in trouble if I talk to Ash. Exactly. Like, I'm here with Ash Greninja. Do you want to meet him? Yes, yeah. I do. S- sorry, Ash isn't here right now. Do you want to talk to Brock? No, fuck. No. <laughs> I only have $5. I don't want to talk Ske- to Brock. Tracy Sketchit's here. Don't don't hang up. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, I like that the scam seems to have continued because it does seem like every like NFT curious tier mm-hmm. celebrity that's on Twitter, like, I feel like every three days I see, like, Tony Hawk or Cody Rhodes or somebody mm. just being like, hey, text me. Here's my here's my personal number. Mm. And then you text it and it's like, welcome to promotion land. Uh, to, to Do you want to send Cody Rhodes $20? Yeah, no. I'm it's like, right. I, don't, I don't feel like that's his personal number at all. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be speaking with the American Nightmare. If I'm being frank with you. Yeah, I, wa- I need to warn him about the devious Seth Rollins. But meanwhile, Eddie Kingston just gives a promo where he directly looks into the camera <laughs> and tells you his phone number. This like, is Sammy so Guevara's he- number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Free Eddie Kingston. Anyway, uh, Space Monkey Mafia? Space Monkey Mafia. This is a challenge. This, this mashup one. sold me before I even heard it. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I, I'm looking through the track list. Okay, Pokemon, most most compelling title. This one, most compelling song mashup. Mm-hmm. And um, I will, I, I, I'm going to own up to it. I, I made a, I made a, a fool's mistake. Um, for a good portion of this album, the first time I listened to it, I didn't realize it until this song. I was only listening with one earbud in. Oh, so huge, you're like, hey, this sounds- huge. I was like, this is mostly normal. Yeah. Why I was this submitted? I, I don't understand the joke of this one. Maybe maybe there's a change at the end. Yeah, this is... Oh, cool. I guess he mm-hmm. just put We Didn't Start the Fire on here. All right. Uh-huh. I do like that song. Thank you, Neil. Uh, I know this is, like, hack to say at this point, but it is really funny that, like... Uh, there are two different types of sodas, and, like, Stalin are, like, deserve the same, you know, importance to Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, both yeah. had to be mentioned in the... <laughs> We there was so the little going on in exactly. the turbulent 1960s. That, yeah, there just wasn't enough to put in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and th- this is like, this, this is Cuba the opposite. attack surges back. This is this is the opposite of the the Katy Perry one where it's like two songs that I gen- gen- generally like, but together it's like awful to listen to. <laughs> I do I like both of these songs and Yeah. It's like when a kid puts ketchup on ice cream or something cuz they like the taste of both. You know, like it Sounds good. Yeah. And there's listen, there's been some discourse recently which I don't care for where yeah. liking Billy Joel is it's a sign it's like when you when you stop being able to hear high pitches after a certain age. Uh-huh. Where it's like the first time you find yourself tapping your foot to Uptown Girl like that. I mean, there's just so many different eras of Billy Jones that there's something in there for you. Like, it's a, of- listen, man, the song goes. It's, it's he's good. Now, I, I, I my first piano concert, man, it was Piano Man has reached. Um, you know, like I can't hear the song anymore because I'm sick of it. No, yeah, it got hayod real bad, but but I'll I'll do see I'll do scenes from an Italian restaurant in its entirety every time. Of course. It's good. You have what a beating heart. Say? Yeah, yeah. My first, my first concert. It was Elman John, and it was it was Elman, Elman John. <laughs> Activated Elman John, and of course, you know there was there they did dueling pianos together, and then Billy Joel fucked off, and Elton did his little solo area, and then he went to go take a shit, and Billy Joel mm-hmm. came out, 
And of course, the, the when Billy Joel comes out on his own, you know that's when you go get a big hot dog. Yeah. But, like, it's still, you know, when I come back to my seat, I'm still going to enjoy, you know, uh, The Stranger by Billy Joel. Of course. How can you not? Yeah. So, I, Space listen, Monkey Mafia, thank so you. So many hits. I'm, I'm moving out. Like, come on. It's good. It's a good, it's a good album. It's a good, it's a good musician. It's a good song. What, what do you want me to say? He's 800 years old. Like, <laughs> he's kind of good most of the time. Yeah, now if you want to talk about a song that's famously overplayed. This, uh, next we have Rinderil. Uh, this, this <laughs> uh, is that's so That's how Ringo fuck, used to say it. This is, it's just, mwah, it's so, it's inspired. Like, it's delicious. This one I've definitely heard on some as a TikTok yeah. sound or so, like uh-huh. this. This one was very familiar to my brain. Beep 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 beep. Day day. It's like the smoke weed every day. YouTube yeah. poop. This is the the so this I really enjoyed this one because it's like okay it's it's like straight up just Wonderwall for like two minutes and every time I thought I was like oh yeah what he's gonna do he's gonna play it once regular and then fill. In the other ones, like, all the roads we have to walk are beat, you know, like something like that. <laughs> That's next song, yeah. Uh, bro, when the fucking Full House theme kicks in. Oh my god, dude. It's transcendent. It's yeah, so that, fucking good. That's one of my favorite, like, music moments in recent years. Yeah, uh, on the level of, like, mu- certain music cues in the outer, in Outer Wilds, like, that signify oh, a yeah. major event. Full house theme is like number two. Yeah, next to <laughs> like under the under. Un- the unironically, one. I agree with this. the The full house theme begins that there are many things I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. But ultimately, uh-huh. crowding out Gallagher's vocals, in effect, making the line a self fulfilling prophecy. The interruption of the full house <laughs> theme conveys that while you may create art from an honest and emotional place, it will always be overshadowed by something catchier. That's exactly Fantastic. what it is. Just brilliant. Just. It's wow. it's it's unironically dramatically satisfying. It's the y'all don't mm. want to hear me. You just want to dance of Neil. Yep. It's you know how all of my like favorite games are are like games that can only be best enjoyed as a video game or whatever. Yes, like this is that for music. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like when when he puts Wonderwall backwards, but makes mm-hmm. it so that it g- goes along with the rhythm. It's, uh-huh. It sounds kind of good still. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd put it mm-hmm. on at the function, you know? I'd listen to it. Great More people should put out backwards music. There's also some... some I think I think a lot of Neil heads understand this as a highlight, because they, they came out in droves for the genius annotation. There's some good annotations for just the word day at the beginning. Yeah. Today, 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 our genius Op- says. Opposite of night. <laughs> right. And then uh, for now, the by now, uh-huh. it's the present as opposed to the future or the past. Mm-hmm. Just pretty good. Just making sure um, people are familiar. I don't believe that anyone feels. <laughs> yep. Feel, feel, feels. Man, really All good right. song. I um, great. I've never had a strong opinion on Wonderwall because that also this went right has by me, to but... be. Yeah, this has to be the best death slot song of all time. Yeah, yeah. This is now the standard bearer. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you, man, I love the fucking outro too. Next, we have Piss. We got uh, Piss. So, uh, in, so again, I, I, like, respect Chumbawamba so much. We love tub thumping, don't we, folks? For their, you know, their views and their, and their advocacy and their... We drink a vodka drink, we drink Everything they do. But I cannot bear to listen to tub thumping one more time in my life. 
Um, the most disastrous this, karaoke experience of my life happened with uh, Chumbawamba because people don't yeah. people forget how long that fucking song is and how exactly the same it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does the thing that you know I was I was mentioning earlier where lyrics are replaced later on. So funny, like, dude! Like what? The this one- got a belly laugh out of me, which I don't typically do when I'm listening to music alone. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then a what, pista. The, there's what? Yeah, there was one where it's it's uh, semi charm life comes back and he's like pissing through my nose. Like <laughs> I just just little little bits. Where, I took the piss that I, I was pissing and I pissed again. Yeah, fell asleep inside my nose. Like <laughs> it's good. It's funny. It's really good. And then the fucking the two princes bit that. Just <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Two Princes, dude, so I was so happy to get Yeah, it's oh, it's a scat solo, they're saying doo-doo. It's There's fucking the hamster dance in there. Like it's I forgot hamster dance was in this when I even mentioned it earlier. He sings a song that reminded him of the vodka drink. Like, come on. It's it's so good. It's so good. It makes you feel like you're having a stroke in the best way. It, it really does. Yeah. This is this is like the I I mean you can't you you probably can't relate to this, but what no. the 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 bit about when you're like drunk or when you, you're pissed. or you've done some other things and you go in the bathroom for the first time and you realize like, "Oh fuck, I'm drunk." Like Yeah, I'm I'm proper pissed. I'm pro- I'm proper pissed, mate. Like this is what that song feels like. <laughs> Where, like, you start off, you're like, I'm good, I'm fine, and then you look in the mirror and you go, oh, no, and, and then right, yeah, everything's you, spinning. Uh-huh, you're, you're Will Smith, or Will Ferrell getting hit with the tranquilizer dart in old school. Yeah, exactly. And I get knocked down, I never get up again. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna get knocked down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. In yeah, Mouth Moods, the album released a few years afterwards, uh, after this, yep. the final track is called Shit. This yep. may be related to this track, as it is called Piss. Thank you. Yeah. A, a thing that I did like the first song on here is goodbye, and then I forget which one. I think um, whichever album we get our intro song, the Tim Allen one off of. The first track on it is called "The Starting Line," and it's only made up of like first lines from songs. Really good, great shit. And this one starts with goodbye, which is hmm, thematically Damn. cohesive if you think wow. about it. Um, great, great shit, Neil. Yeah, great, a, st- a strong end. I yeah. think it, it was, I think it's really difficult to hold my specific interest for an hour if you're just doing music parodies and like my interest grew as the album went on. Yes, it, it gets more engaging as it continues. And yeah. you see 19 tracks you're like, "Oh, but it Yeah, but when one of them is it. just uh f- friends down with Ooh, the sickness. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh okay, thank you Neil. Thank you Neil. Uh what do we do slap city first or do yeah. we do okay well i'm i'm loading up that that spotify machine uh so let me tab on over to there 215 songs at the moment 13 hours and 50 minutes long lots so to enjoy let's keep it going i went first last time so you're up now um i uh i think i uh earlier today i discovered i i dipped into lemon demon a little bit which i've never really listened to Mm-hmm. Um, but I on the Homestar Runner wiki there were like eight or nine kids with Lemon Demon related names, so it's been around me forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dipped into Touchtone Telephone, and I quite liked it. So I think I'm going to to okay. induct Touchtone Telephone, a song that I only heard for the first time two hours ago, but I listened to it five or six times, and I liked it. <laughs> All right, let me pop. That it's because like Neil's singing on it, and he sounds. 
I I don't mean to you know speak sacrilege or whatever, but mm-hmm. there's a there's a part where he sounds he sounds a bit like Jack Terrycloth a little bit. Okay. He's got he's got the like the the what I can only describe as like theater kid bass in his voice a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like theatrical. But uh, apologies if you wanted us to do a spirit phone listener. Uh, yeah. We might still we we've broken the slap city rule before, but uh, um, I, I know that people are nutty about spirit phone. So my my uh, bit for this one was I was like I want to pick something you know from one of the artists featured on the album. Um, All right, I was considering I had, two princes. Yeah, I had I had a different one queued up, but then our discussion kind of steered me in a different direction. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna pick "You May Be Right" by Billy Joel. Yeah, dude, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good song. What do you want yeah. me to do? AJJ <laughs> covered that song. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know it's good. So thank you, uh, Mr. Jones. Thank you, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Calling Mr. Jones. Get up now. Mr. Jones and me, our Billy Joel mm-hmm. podcast. Coming to yeah. Uh let's see. Questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at uh you'll have to hear it on Twitter. Um Elizabeth, non-dairy presenting friend of the show, just said it's a good album. So When she's right, she's right, folks. Yep. Uh Leaf Crunch Dub. The <laughs> Leaf Crunch Dub. Leaf Crunch stay winning. Yeah. Uh from name can't be blank on Twitter. What's your favorite unexpected sample in this? I mean, for for the pure impact, it has to be the d- down with the sickness, right? But that's like chalk. That's chalk. Uh, yeah, I think the f- the first one that got a real big uh, surprise out of me was boogie. I want to boogie like an animal. Yeah, the junk yeah, that I was, think so. uh, uh-huh. was quite enjoyable. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. And, and then like every- I was, I was happy that we got yes, but it was like more of a, a bit player. You know, it wasn't like a featured featured artist honorable mention to Folgers theme song that was that was unexpected yeah that was a good yeah (laughs) um all right from uh at cheesecloth friend of the show on twitter what morse code messages would you put into an album were you to make one so yeah i feel like it would have to be something like one of one of our classic bits where like you you play you know a certain order of P got backwards and all the titles spell out like she's his aunt or something. Right. Yeah, some, you something know? for the real super fans to, we, you know, it, you, mm-hmm. you look at the, the waveform and it's, it says Belisi's lower taco or something like that. Yeah. At, like, th- there's just like, um, yeah, a Morse code at the end of like several episodes of fun point. And when you chain them all together, it just says something like Oberon died in the ring, like, <laughs> something extremely deep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The bottom of the P got iceberg. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that's it. From people whining about Nevy Sticks on Twitter, friend of the show, what's a mashup you always thought someone should make, but which, to your knowledge, does not exist? See, I don't know, because I don't have this brain. Like, I can never work on the levels that these geniuses do. No, you know? I think I think that, I feel like Neil should, like, have some sort of, like, Nobel genius Library of Congress grant to just do this. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it seems like he's he's successful, anyways. But like, that's we ha- we have we have we have uh, minds that can do this, and we need to make sure that they are they are supported at every level. Because yeah, I could not do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just do not contain that. It's all filled with with shit like oh, um, you know, Keith Hernandez won eleven gold gloves. Like that's what's in my brain instead of right knowing what songs sound good together. I think I'll pick the Destiny's Child Jumpin' Jumpin' and the other song that I said earlier. Yeah. I think that would be a good... I don't remember what the original song was, but it, it did match up well in my brain. 
All right, wait, hold on. Let me do my research on the air just to make sure I'm not giving out. Oh, yes, got it, 11 gold gloves. Um, I See? Exactly. I knew. Not it. a doubt in my okay. mind, King. Yep. Uh, finally, from Hold Up, ain't you Nathaniel Fye? Trend of the show, Antigone Progany. What's your favorite series of albums? It can be a trilogy like the Mouth series or a whole capital S series like whatever... Oh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard has going on. But it must be more than one album. Uh... And I, I think it has, like, they have to be linked in some way. Like, it right. can't just be like, oh, this is a good run of three albums. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess, like, if I had to, it's like Coheed and Cambria by default. Sure. Be- because that's the only other one I know that, like, yeah. they relate back Stadium, to Stadium, Arcadium, Jupiter, and Mars. A great, yes, a great course. series. Yeah. Check out uh, Speaker Box and The Love Below, uh, which, which ship together. Mm-hmm. As a as a double box set, there's actually a there's a 107 album uh, series that I have actually uh, I would highly recommend. Mm. Um, it starts with Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run, and it goes all the way to Neil yeah. Sprague, Mouth Sounds. Um, yeah, and it's still still growing strong by the day. So yeah, growing strong, growing strong mm-hmm. and healthy. Fun point. Fun point. At you love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, so at, at this point, Obama voice. Let me be clear. Uh, P got back, but so we don't have to do 1,000 episodes of something every week. Uh, Fun Point is going to be on hiatus until Hot D is over. So, like, middle to end of October? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Um, But, ra- rather than leave everyone in suspense, I do have my, my next pick. Uh-oh. Oh, so I have I have I have nine weeks to listen to so, it. So yeah, you're gonna have like multiple months to dig into this. I'm gonna one. show up like Big Brain Sheen in our next exactly. episode. Uh huh. And I think it's something that you know I I feel like I have to pick something that uh gets our 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 listeners excited. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna pick something specifically for me now. Um, <laughs> it's it's you know we're all about phase three, getting to new music. Right? Stuff you haven't listened to before. And I think this is the the artist that I have most enjoyed since starting Phase 3. El- Elpin John. El- Elvis John. Um, what were some of your favorite uh, stands in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3? I loved... I was going to say Sticky Fingers. That was a different part. So this is uh-huh. the Jotaro part. So there was... Yes. Well, a lot of them, you know, they were Hierophant Green. They weren't all music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to think about the music. So there's there was Wheel of Fortune. That well, was also not I, a, I was, not I a was song. just trying to... What about um the users? Do any particular... There's like uh, a, cr- a cream of vanilla ice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not it? Oh, there was, no, like, there I, was Dio. There was Dio. Um, do you remember any stands that got, like, small... Like when stands were small, like the lovers, like when they the went lovers. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who who used the lovers? Do you Fucking, remember? Uh, <laughs> I I do not remember. Uh, that would be as as shown in the Crunchyroll uh, subtitles. His name was Dan of Steel. So we're finally are we are we going sucky sucky no Asia or what are we uh where are we dropping? We're gonna be listening to Steely Dan's The Royal Scam. On the next episode, the royal scam of uh, fun point. So, are there any are there any famous bops in there? So there is. I I don't think just off the titles, 
but the first track on it has a sample on it that oh, you Charlie. know. Okay, that's Scrafty from from Roy League. Okay, it's it's Scrafty from Roy League, and as as it's and it's always good hearing that because you're like that's just the other fucking song, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so it check that out when you get a chance. Sound of the summer. Sound of the summer, and, and that'll that'll draw you in for the rest of the album. Uh, and I think it's quite good. So. All right, well, perhaps I'll listen to it over the next few weeks. Yeah, you have you have some time, so please enjoy. Everyone else also enjoy Dan of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, and enjoy Hot D. Enjoy Hot D. Hot D. Season fevers. one, to be clear. Yes, uh, they said we'd two. never make it. We, they said we'd never make it to 100 episodes of Fun Point. We did that, and uh, then they said we'll never make yep. it to 100 episodes of Peacock because Hot D won't get renewed. And well, there's going to be at least 20 episodes of it. So. Yeah. And we're gonna we're getting John's show. We're getting there, folks. It's gonna whether we like it or not. We're getting to a hundred episodes of Fantastic Satisfaction. We're getting every show to mm. carry me home. We're, yep. we're, we're getting Paul to a hundred episode. Yeah, Robo American Studies hundred episodes. We, Let's we go. We need to get we need to all of our shows to reach syndication. That's the goal. So yeah, yeah. We're trying we're to do passive that. income here. Exactly. Uh, thank you, Neil, and thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier patrons. Starting with Valerie W, Trigger Harpy, Tufster McGee, The Master DS, Sylvie Bullet, Gratata, Gratata, Stephanie Ruff, Peace, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Ryan Lester, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Nero Wyvern, Morg Haunting the Morgue, Minow and Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Matt Berger, Magdalene Jenny, Lauren LeBanc, Kiwi, K Darling, Janice Capuvari, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Grandma Steel, Derek. Great Big Sword. David Besser rhymes with Lesser. Chris. Hey, bro. Hey, what's up? Hot D. Check it out. Hot D. Tell me what you think of Hot D, bro. I, I need to hear your opinions on it. Caroline Savage. Barrier Trio. Bean. It's coming Audrey back. Olson, Anna Exby. Andres Gonzalez. Amy. Alex C. Sarah and Blair. Roy. Paul Bechtel. Patrick Gallagher. Neve Noah Williams. Josh Veal. <clears throat> Josh Veal. I, I, Josh is taking the Matt Ribeiro spot where he's <laughs> like, fuck you, Josh Veal. Yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> you oh, I, I, I live in uh, Wisconsin. I don't know. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I used to be, uh, I used to read Homestuck. I'm Josh. Look I'm Josh. Hey, forget about it. Hey, forget about it. Check out this big, weird fucking tree that I think I used to live by or something. Elliot check out my check out my check out my little cat he's nice oh look i'm drinking a beer yeah that's that <laughs> i had a tumbler we, we now what we should do is do like the the wheel of names and just choose someone to be mean to yeah every every week <laughs> make it even more complicated for us and more like less enjoyable for one specific person yeah it's the patreon reward should be for us too mm-hmm. elliot valentine destry hawk curse goat Big Flat Bunt, Antigone Progity, and Alex Shelf. Thank you for your generous donations. Thank you to everybody but one person randomly selected. Yeah. Every week. Uh, and, and that's going to be pulled from all donors. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, if you give us $20 a month, you get four entries into the sweepstakes where we're mean to you. Yeah, so thank you to everyone else. Uh, no thank you to, let's see, uh, no, no thank you to... Uh, friend of the show patron it's a secret yeah so there you go that's what you get that that, yeah yeah Yeah. enjoy yeah (laughs) 
I can't wait for 10 weeks from now when we've completely forgotten about that bit and it never comes up again. Exactly. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're only doing that bit on fun point. So by the time it rolls, rolls around again, we'll forget about yeah, it. Yeah, there's no fucking chance we're ever remembering No, that. you know what's going to happen? Everyone, everyone's going to decrease their uh, <laughs> payment to be Yeah, we're going to be like, oh, we, we're down to like, oh, $8 a month. Uh, I guess people are just, they're, they're, they, they, all their disposable income is going to a hot D subscription instead. Understandable. <laughs> you know, if that's, if that's what they want. Thank you, Piss. Thank you, Sleepy Viserys. Um, and we'll be back until John Show comes out. Give me some reggae.